Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Today's media teleconference. We have reporters and writers joining us from around the world, so let's get started. First, I'd like to welcome the founder of GFW, who is now the chief creative officer. Of course, he's the king of the mountain, a former world heavyweight champion, and the number one Nashville Predators fan. Jeff Jarrett, welcome to the teleconference. Well, thank you, Ross. Uh, I, I do appreciate everybody joining us today, and uh, you know, since we talked last week at the end of uh, Slave Anniversary Week, uh, we were excited about this call today and uh, looking forward to uh, the teleconferences uh, happening qu- quite often. Uh, things got kicked off in a little, uh, I guess, a rather bizarre way with uh, Big Papa Pub a couple of weeks ago, but we, we look forward to engaging our fans, uh, you know, via all the, the, the journalists who are on this call today, and I do appreciate everybody joining us today. All right, well. I would now like to welcome a very special person uh, who all of us at GFW had the honor to meet last week at the Impact Zone. Tony Marrero is an Orlando, Florida resident who is a special guest for GFW's Remembering Pulse Nightclub one year later, a tribute to the 49 victims and the survivors of the Pulse Nightclub tragedy back on June 12, 2016. Tony was shot four times in the back and once in the arm. Hopefully everybody at this time has had the chance or will have the chance to watch the 10-minute tribute that uh, GFW did. And I can speak on behalf of everybody with the company. We are very proud of the tribute and definitely honored to welcome Tony to this teleconference. Tony, good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Tony will be joining us for the first 10 minutes of this call. So when I do open it up for questions, I ask that any questions for Tony and or Jeff strictly at this time be focused on the Remembering Pulse Nightclub One Year Later tribute. So, Tony, Jeff, I'm going to leave the floor to you guys. All right, guys. I I appreciate it. And and, uh, 
before we get things going, Ross, I know you wanted to uh, uh, make the statement that is the obvious, uh, the latest breaking news as it concerns Alberto. So uh, I'll let you lead with that, and then uh, I'll, I'll just have a quick comment uh, after that as well. Sure. Uh, is, as everybody might be aware, GFW issued a statement this morning regarding Alberto El Patron. I'll repeat that statement right now. Global Force Wrestling has indefinitely suspended Alberto El Patron effective immediately until the, the investigation is resolved following a recent incident in Orlando, Florida. That is the only statement GFW will be making on this matter at this point, and we ask uh, for this teleconference that there be no questions on this matter. Uh, we have issued a statement, and we are moving forward, uh, you know, the investigation to complete. So, Jeff, if I can ask you your uh, your thoughts on the Pulse Nightclub Remembrance Night. Sure. Well, but before we get to that, and I do, you know, uh, obviously uh, the, uh, the attorneys would rather I not say anything, but, but I, I do just want to comment briefly uh, on the Alberto situation. Obviously, it's very unfortunate. Uh, over the last 24 to 36 hours, uh, Global Force Wrestling officials as well as Anthem and and you know, a, a host of others that are that are a part of our team, uh, both inside and outside, we, we are digging into this matter and continuing to dig into this matter. Uh, concurrently, you know, I, I have generated some of these conversations, and some people have reached out to me. So I, I have a, uh, I'll call them my mentors, so to speak, in the corporate world that are the CEOs like of the world, and then uh, some professional uh, sports, NHL, NFL, uh, player personnel, uh, coaches, both on the pro and the college level, and I just wanted to pick their brain and, and advice on, on how to best handle this situation. And really the takeaway from both of it, and I'll sort of leave it at this, is that, you know, the, 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 the two takeaways that I got from the combined conversations are, uh, at the end of the day, it, it, it truly is on a case-by-case basis when you're dealing with athletes and entertainers. Uh, and, and that type of, of public figures and, and uh, th- that type of situation, uh, as well as uh, there's never an absolute, uh, uh, absolutely correct decision to make, uh, a, a, a right decision, and there's always not an absolutely wrong decision to make. Uh, but just as I left the staff meeting uh, a few minutes ago with, with uh, our, our weekly staff meetings here at the Global Force, you know, I, I addressed uh, everyone in the room and, and said, you know, I, I will take as much responsibility of this as people want to put on my shoulders. Uh, you know, I, I've been blessed to be put in this position, uh, and, and I truly want to make the best decision, uh, not only for everyone in administration and production and talent, all of our production folks that, you know, when you, when you group that uh, entire group, it's well over 200 people that, that depend on, quote, unquote, a paycheck from this organization. And, and then at the end of the day, again, I've been around the business for over 70 years. At the end of the day, the wrestling fans are, are the ones that are first and foremost. So, uh, you know, I, it's part of my responsibility uh, as well to look after that. So it's an unfortunate situation. We are we, we take matters, uh, any legal matter, but we also take personal matters. And obviously the, the recording has started. It's obviously a, a legal matter as well as a personal matter. Uh, and so we take it very seriously. Uh, and, 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 you know, I've probably spoken a little bit more than I should, but I just wanted to, to make sure that I was as transparent as I possibly could uh, with everyone on the call. And, again, uh, we'll move on from that and move on to a, uh, you know, as I stated earlier, uh, last week when, when, when the PR team and myself sat down and, and, and 
the teleconferences were going to be laid out. We're, we're very excited about it. Very, very pleased uh, with the week of anniversary and everything that led up to it. But, you know, um, we can go this past Monday, our Pulse nightclub uh, tribute uh, was, was very, very emotional uh, from everyone in the arena as well as backstage and then the follow-up with the Facebook post. And, 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 and I just got to say my wife, Karen, and Tony have become big buds uh, through this uh, wonderful situation that we came together uh, and making the best of a very horrific tragedy. tragedy. So uh, with that being said, Tony's a great guy, and, and, and me and him are open for questions uh, to kick this teleconference off. Tony, before we get to questions, if I can ask you your thoughts uh, as you reflect back on uh, the, the tribute a week ago. Of course. Um, first of all, I want to thank the entire production for what it was a, a beautiful way to honor the victims, survivors, and everybody affected by this horrible tragedy that happened a year ago. Um, it was a very emotional night for everybody, not just me. But everybody that was involved, it was a very emotional thing to see, as well as beautiful. And like I said, I want to thank everybody that was involved in doing this, you know, tribute to everybody that was affected by it. Thank you, Tony. At this point, I am going to open it up for questions for Tony and or Jeff about the Pulse Nightclub tribute. If you have questions, you hit star six, and we will... uh, Get to some of those questions right away. We're going to keep Tony on the phone here for about 10 minutes now. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star 6. Tony, you want to talk about uh, meeting with Karen. You had a a fun meeting in 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 the back. You want to talk about that? time that I just had to go back. So I I kept going for other, you know, two other tapings because we felt me and, and, and the people that I brought, we felt so welcomed by everybody there. It was such a good place to be at. And Karen was just so wonderful to me. And I'm looking forward to just, you know, keep seeing you guys. And, and, and I know it's going to happen. You know, every time you guys are in town, Roz is obviously going to hit me up, and we are going to get together because you guys are amazing. Everything you guys do and what you did for us, or Orlando as a whole, is just something that I'm always going to keep to your, you know, in my heart. We are opening it up for questions now. Ryan, did you have a question? Hello. My, na- um, my question is for Tony. This is Raj Gary with WrestlingInc.com. I know there were plans for uh, converting the Pulse nightclub into a memorial uh, in honor of the victims. So what's the status on that, and is that still happening? As far as I am concerned, it's still in the talks. Um, they have the One Pulse Foundation, and they've been working on it. But as far as I know, there's nothing 
just completely concrete. Like just, it is going to be a memorial as far as I know, but that's all the information that I have so far, that they're still talking about it. Okay, thank you. Hi, uh, Ryan Bowman from thegrillposition.com. I uh, kind of want to ask Jeff and, and uh, everybody, really, uh, as everything happened, uh, Orlando's kind of home for everybody and the taping. Oh, what was that like, and how did it shake everybody up with the company? Uh, Rod, I want to make sure I understand your question. Are you asking uh, last Monday night or, or when the incident, which um, – I'm sorry. I, I meant when the, when the nightclub shooting incident occurred, I, I'm sure with everybody pretty much working and, and being around Orlando and, and knowing everyone in the community, how did it affect everybody in the company? How were they shook up by it? Well, what, what, and I'll go first on this, Tony, if you don't mind. I, ironically, uh, and I wasn't with the organization last year when it happened. I can tell you exactly where I was, though. I was in New Jersey – I just got done with the GFW show, and, and it was early, early in the morning, and I woke up before I went did my cardio, and I turned on the TV. Karen was still asleep, and, and then, you know, like, like like probably millions of Americans, we were glued to the television show uh, on that morning. And then um, uh, our wonderful friend Joe Park uh, shared a story with me last week that the, the, uh, the production crew was actually in Orlando, and, they, and when they got off the uh, Joe Abyss uh, uh, went downstairs and got off the elevator, uh, and there were armed guards with machine guns, and it was sort of a, a police uh, headquartered, uh, a mobile headquarter. So it was, um, you know, at that time, so early in the morning, it was really, really a, a uh, just a horrific situation that people, it was so early in, in the tragedy that people uh, didn't really know what was going on. So I, I know that it permeated throughout the, the talent and the production folks uh, that it was just a really, really surreal day uh, of just what was going on. Hi, Jeff. Jared, this is Alan Wojcik from Outside Interference Wrestling Radio. How are we doing today? Great. Uh, I'm, I hate asking this question, but I have to ask it. The Alberto El Patron situation, um, a year or two ago, TNA ran into an issue where Sean Hernandez was under contract to Lucha Underground, and he had to get edited out of TV, including the entire Beatdown Clan angle. What TNA Unpacked GFW going to do? Is he going to get edited out of all of the TV going forward, or what's the plan? Ellen, Ellen we're going to – Jeff, if I can chime in here. We're going to take a couple more questions for Jeff and Tony about the Pulse Club nightclub situation that we had a tribute. We're going to do those at this point while we still have Tony for another minute or two on the phone. Hello. Go ahead with your call. Question? Yes. Uh, so, hi, this is Riju from Sportskira uh, uh, in India. I had a question for Jeff. Uh, hey, Jeff. Uh, congratulations on a fantastic Slammiversary 15. My favorite match was uh, JB and Scott Steiner versus Josh Matthews and Joseph Park. Now, that incorporates elements from the Violent Lydian skit. Will that be something you do going forward as well? 
Ross, we may want to uh, uh, go ahead and, and, and progress unless there's any other calls and questions uh, regarding the, the, the Pulse nightclub uh, tribute. Perfect. We're going to have one more here. I think this one. Hello, Tony. It's Lee Hazel from Steel Chair Magazine. I was just wondering if you yourself had any history with uh, professional wrestling prior to the uh, uh, to the incident, and if you have any memories of it yourself. I'm so sorry. Can you run by one more time? Uh, I was just wondering how did um, your uh, uh, how how did your involvement with the professional wrestling industry in this matter come about? How am I involved with the wrestling? Uh, yeah, like how did you get involved with uh, Impact Wrestling and um, uh, uh, Jeff in particular? Oh, I got involved. I It was uh, throughout another one of the survivors, and they ran it by me, and they asked me if I wanted to be part of a tribute that was going to be uh, part of Impact Wrestling, and automatically I said yes. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Tony. Tony, I know you got to uh, head back over to Universal Studios, so we're going to let you go there, and we're going to, at this point, open the questions up for anything along uh, the lines for Jeff. We have a lot of things going on in uh, GFW these days from post-Slammiversary and uh, the merger, so uh, feel free with your questions. If you want to ask ask them, all we ask is when you do ask a question, you identify yourself and your outlet. Uh, Tony, if you're here, again, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll move on to some questions for Jeff. Thank right, you so Rod. much for having me, guys. See yeah, you, Rod. Tony, I just I want to thank you uh, publicly. Appreciate it, Tony. Have a great day. Of course. Um, thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Ross, as we move along, um, I'll get to – I didn't quite get the sports heater uh, specific question uh, from India, but – I'll go back to Alan's uh, question. If you'd like to ask a question, please press 1 to add yourself to the queue. Uh, your request has been received. At the time, that the Hernandez situation, but from my understanding, that was a, uh, a completely an, an IP, uh, intellectual property uh, situation in that uh, he was signed, or, or there was a legal situation where he could not appear on camera, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, in this matter, it's a completely different situation uh, in that, uh, again, decisions are made what's best for the league, what's best for the brand, uh, what's best for everyone involved. Uh, and, yes, we just came off the heels of, of, of four fantastic days of production. Uh, and so at this time, uh, those production days, uh, it's, it's no secret in this business that the incident took place after the production was, uh, the live production was done. Uh, so it, it collectively, it would further damage the brand uh, to, to edit all of this out. Uh, and, and quite frankly, it would do further damage to the brand. So, again, the decisions are made uh, at, the, at the very best we can to, to, to continue to grow the brand. Uh, we've made tremendous strides uh, since, since, since Anthem, uh, you know, controlled, uh, took control of the asset in January. And, and as we've moved along over the last six months and, and coming off the heels of anniversary. And the early numbers that are in, uh, it, 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 it's very apparent that, that uh, you know, that, that the success, uh, we're, we're taking uh, steps 
uh, in, in the right direction. And from the very beginning uh, of, of, of TNA in 2002, that was all, all, always uh, what, what led to our successes over the years, or wall wall run, you know, just not rush into things. So uh, if, if, if Ross, if we can get the sports Tina question back at some point during the call, but other than that, uh, let's move on. You may now ask your question. Hey, Jeff. Sean Ross Sapp of uh, Fightful.com here. I want to ask what the process was of turning Impact into Global Force so soon after TNA was turned into Impact. And uh, like, what was Ed Nordholm's reaction to that? What were his feelings about that in particular? Uh, obviously, it, it was a collective decision. Uh, very early... Uh, in, in our relationship, dating back till mid-December, it was very clear that the TNA name was going away uh, with no uncertainty long before I came on board. Uh, and so as the days, weeks turned into months, uh, the process began that uh, it was very apparent that the name of the brand, name of the league, name of the promotion, you know, WWE is to Raw, what Global Force is to Impact, uh, that, 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 the, that the name TNA was going away. Uh, from day one, the name of the television show was always Impact. And so it was a collective decision uh, with, with, with multiple executives that were on board uh, here that, that uh, obviously wasn't a singular decision by any stretch of the imagination. Len Asper at Nordholm Production Elements, uh, you know, it, it was a collective Muted. going to transition in. Uh, and we're well aware that, that uh, it, it is going to be a step-by-step process. Uh, that, you know, the, the name uh, or the initials TNA have much more equity uh, internationally, uh, specifically in, in India, uh, that the double entendre doesn't exist, uh, the, 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 the United States press as opposed to the India press and other markets around the world, the, 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 the name TNA in the initials in the, in the league, the PR hits that, that quite frankly, uh, were, were massive over the last 24 months. Uh, so it, it was a, uh, and it will be a, 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 a delicate balance, but it's something that uh, we charted our course and we realized uh, that it's going to be a step-by-step process. Uh, we had a meeting yesterday that, that uh, as far as our, our, our digital front, GlobalForceWrestling.com, ImpassWrestling.com, uh, you're going to see that begin to roll out over the next uh, three to four to five uh, to six weeks. Uh, as we launch our OTT, that's uh, coming in play. Uh, obviously, all the social media channels uh, with GFW and, and all the, C, uh, the social media channels with Impact, uh, there's going to be a progression, and, and we do have a plan in place. Uh, and, but at the end of the day, we understand that, you know, the viewers, uh, specifically television viewers as opposed to online viewers, that, you know, if they tune in, uh, and we, we realize no matter what show it is, you don't watch it every week. It, you know, you watch it three out of four weeks out of a month or two out of four weeks that we want it to be a, 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 a natural transition, a progression. And, and at the end of the day, we will get there uh, sooner rather than later, but it's going to be a transition. Hey, Jeff, this is Tommy McArdle from ringscoops.com. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Uh, my question is, uh, are there any plans for GFW to come out to the West Coast or to make a return to Las Vegas for any tapings? Uh, the, the short answer is absolutely yes. Uh, the timing 
uh, is something that right now we have staff in Ontario that are doing, you know, some site surveys. Uh, it's no secret that we're, you know, we're, we're coming out to uh, Staten Island, Long Island, and Bridgeport. Uh, we're going to be making further announcements about um, we're, we're going to be making uh, announcements about uh, our, our, our AAA relationship and the talent exchange, and we hope very soon that we're going to be making announcements about AAA ta- uh, joining us uh, on our New York trip uh, for, for our live events. Uh, obviously, like I said, we're looking at Ontario for September. Uh, we're probably going to look at another Northeast run uh, fourth quarter of this year, and then as we head into January, discussions have already begun uh, about looking in first quarter uh, going back to our uh, our traditional uh, first quarter of, of United Kingdom tour, uh, but 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 to say Vegas is on our radar without question, it, it is a fantastic you know just like Orlando, it's a, it's one of the entertainment capitals, it's a destination uh, city, uh, and then West Coast it goes without saying all the Russian fans from Northern California all, all the way to Tijuana. So uh, timing is is obviously the, the biggest factor, but yes, we're looking at a West Coast swing. Hi, Jeff. Uh, David Dunn with the New Zealand Pro Wrestling Informer. Uh, I want to ask about the working agreements you've got with some of the promotions around the world. Uh, the original iteration of GFW set up several uh, in, in principle agreements with a number of independent groups, uh, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, United Kingdom, etc. Uh, what is the status of those relationships uh, with regard to the current form of GFW? Uh, well, it's very obvious that, that there's been a major turnover in talent um, and that, you know, the, the, the world in which we live in and this wonderful world of professional wrestling is, is much more transparent and that everybody has a start, whether it's in the smallest of independents uh, or, or whether it's a major independent. But, you know, there's great operations literally around the world. The U.K. scene uh, goes without saying. Um, Australia, there's been several independent tours as of late. Uh, I've been contacted by my friends in New Zealand as well. Uh, so so uh, we are going to recognize, no matter where the talent comes from, Desmond Xavier, who is 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 a star, uh, and, and, and completely on the rise with a rocket ship on his back. Uh, you know, there's a story behind every individual wrestler that comes on our roster. Uh, they they most of the time have somewhat of a home base or a home promotion. And we're going to continue to recognize that. And so there's promotions around the world uh, that, that, that as we continue to roll in third and fourth quarter of this year, uh, more independent uh, promotions, uh, you know, uh, will be recognized. Monster Factory, uh, their tag team champs obviously came on board back in March. Uh, but, you know, Rex, Russell Pro is an independent organization we work with in the Northeast. MCW uh, based out of Baltimore. So there, there is so many promotions out there that are thriving and doing well and independent wrestling, uh, as opposed to, you know, when I broke in, uh, I'm an old man, but back in the 80s, the territories, exchange of talent, now the independent scene is truly the lifeblood of our of our industry. Hello. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop. 
and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, sir. Hello, this is Big Ray from OneWrestling.com, One Wrestling Video. How are you, Mr. Jarrett? You have got a radio voice, Big Ray. Looking forward awesome. to chatting with you. <laughs> thank you so much, and thank you, Mr. Foreman, for setting this up. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Bill Apter wanted to say hello. What Willie? Wow, Willie. Tell him I said yes, hello. Sir. Well, I do have two questions, if I may, sir. Shoot, I'm ready. All right, the first being, um, I just, we were just curious as to whether you were going to continue the lineage of the X Division title and, and continue moving forward with the Grand Championship, or are you going to basically eliminate those titles and, and proceed with the next-gen title and maybe move into using perhaps a, a television title? Uh, you know, obviously in, in the world, and, and you know, whether it's WWE or, or back in the day WCW or... Uh, back in the territory days, six-man titles, tag titles, uh, it, it's always a work in progress, but the plans going forward are, you know, the global championship, um, and, and we looked at things, and, and we have uh, unique plans uh, later on the year for the next-gen championship, but the four, division, four divisions as we head into Destination X are the X division, uh, the, the knockouts division, the tag team division, and the global championship. And the impact uh, uh, Grand Championship is, is, is still exactly um, uh, what it was uh, prior to Anthem coming on board. Very good. Now, my second question is very straightforward. There are other companies that pin themselves to be more of a PG product. Now, will GFW be pushing, let's just say, pushing the edge and giving us more of a realistic base of sports entertainment and pro wrestling, Mr. Jarrett? Well, you know, uh, obviously being uh, a part of the Attitude Era, pushing the edge uh, it can, can, can mean multiple things, some positive, some ne negative. Uh, but, but a global force, it, it is exactly um, something that I've uh, been a part of and, and, and seen throughout the years. The, the most productive storylines, if you want to call them storylines, are always reality-based, whether it's uh, Stone Cold uh, versus Vince McMahon, whether it's the NWO that connotated uh, the WWF and, and was, you know, the situation was litigated, uh, the WWF invading WCW, uh, you know, no, no matter, you know, going back way to my, uh, uh, <laughs> my, my early years, Waller and Dundee, a huge rivalry that existed for years based on their true personal hatred of one another. Um, so quite frankly, uh, when you say push the edge, not in a negative or, or, or language or, or, or smut, if you will, uh, but, but we, want, we, we will and will always continue uh, reality-based um, situations 
have always been the most successful in professional wrestling. And, and so if you want to say that's pushing the reality-based uh, uh, you know, component, uh, the answer to your question be, would be yes. Uh, but we're, 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 we're certainly not going uh, with, 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 you know, I'll, I'll go back to the word uh, smut uh, and, 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 and the elements uh, that at the time, the Attitude Era, you know, obviously uh, Shock TV and was super successful for its day and age. In 2017, as we've all into 2018, uh, there, there, there really is no place uh, for a you know, completely wide appeal. Uh, you know, uh, uh, all ages. Uh, you know, it, it's not. You, you just can't focus on that male 25 to 34 demo. It, it's got to be a much, much broader to be successful. We could remind uh, all reporters to ask only one question since we have a lot of people waiting. Jeff, can I ask you, though, what's up with the titles? We have uh, uh, an announcement on titles upcoming in uh, in August. Uh, you talking about the new belts? Yes. I was uh, answering emails on that at about 6 o'clock this morning. So uh, it's a work in progress, but we're excited for, for August the 17th uh, for Destination X. Destination X and the new, new titles. Hi, Jeff. Uh, this is Raj Geary with, the, with WrestlingInc.com. I had a question regarding uh, the Hall of Fame. It was, um, and James Storm uh, kind of promoting the Hall of Fame ahead of, ahead of time, but saying he wasn't going to be in. Um, I, guess, I, I guess we can't do two-parters, but is there anything to James Storm not being at the Slammiversary, the post-Slammiversary impact tapings? Uh, well, the, the post-anniversary impact tapings, uh, James had a head injury. Um, he said it's not bad. I, I kind of think the doctors, uh, although they, you know, but that's James, and, and James will always be James. Um, the doctors uh, have different opinions, uh, but that, that had, I'm not sure. I know you're the, the two-parter, so even though we're all said won't be an answer two-parters, uh, on the topic of uh, Hall of Fame, uh, that was, uh, you know, a, a – uh, I guess you could say, as tradition went, that, that um, uh, the, the Hall of Fame inductee uh, was announced on Slammiversary. Uh, we collectively have a different philosophy, and we just wanted to announce on Slammiversary. Uh, obviously, it's many months off. That on, on uh, obviously on November 5th is the date for Bound for Glory, but on November 4th, uh, we're going to have a fan fest and we're going to have a Hall of Fame dinner. Uh, we are uh, having those discussions and have been having those discussions. Uh, there's a very good potential that the first uh, inductee of this class can be announced uh, on uh, August 17th. Uh, but uh, stay tuned to our YouTube channel and our, and our website. Further details uh, will be coming. Uh, but, no, I, I'm super excited about that. There's, there's a lot of different candidates uh, that moving forward, and I'm of the mindset uh, that a Hall of Fame inductee should be certainly in the twilight of the career, and, and I don't put uh, James Storm in the twilight of his career at this time. Hi, Jeff. This is uh, Nick Hausman with WrestleZone. Thank you for taking the time to chat. Appreciate it, Nick. Uh, uh, I, saw you, I, I saw you online that you solicited questions. So uh, I, I know that Ross has disappointed you, so <laughs> I guess you got to pick the best of the batch. <laughs> I, I'm trying my best. Um, well, my question is uh, about the kind of public spat that uh, Anthem and the Hardy's been having over the Broken Universe. I just didn't know if you guys had found any conclusion with that, and it was a situation that you all had moved past. 
Uh, it is uh, the wonderful world of, of social media and, and, and the digital and, and uh, you know, just the open opinions. Quite frankly, it, it is uh, the, the world we live in, and I welcome it because you, you got to take the good, the bad, the ugly, the different, the indifferent, and it's, it's truly no different than the wrestling business that existed 30 years ago, except the platform was much smaller. You know, w- when we would leave the buildings back in the 80s and 90s, you would have fans that would be out back that would either scream at Double J that they loved him or hated him or didn't like his match or liked his match or tell me that, that this guy stunk or whatever it may be. But as far as the, that, this specific uh, situation, I have, you know, given my opinion on it. I, I, it's no secret, and I've said this in multiple interviews, me and Jeff Hardy's friendship goes back well over 20 years. Our families have vacationed together. Uh, I, I, I've had a healthy exchange uh, of texts with Jeff uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we wished each other Happy Father's Day. Uh, and so, you know, the IP uh, situation is, is strictly a, um, quite frankly, the, 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 the IP language that is used in our contract is almost identical to the language used in the WWE contract, uh, almost identical back in the day from WCW IP law. And, and I've been, whether fortunate or uh, unfortunate uh, to, to grow up in Nashville, be around the music business. Uh, but intellectual property law is, is rather cut and dried uh, that, that you have the publisher and you have the writers, and then you have another element of that. Uh, you have the performance. You know, there's people in Nashville that, that can sing a song and take it to number one. And 10 years later, uh, another artist can come along and, and they can sing that exact same song and take it to number one. And, and they make their money off performances, but the writers and the publishers continue to make that money. So it goes without saying, they will, wrestling business is different. You know, Vince McMahon owned the name The Rock until The Rock bought it back. Uh, same with Razor, same with Diesel, and I could go on and on about guys jumping ship from, uh, back, especially back in the Attitude area, when guys would jump ship from WWF to WCW. You know, Big Boss Man was never the Big Boss Man uh, in, in, in WCW. But quite frankly, there's only, and there only will ever be one big boss man. And it goes without saying, Matt's performance, there's only one broken Matt. He did that. Uh, it, 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 it transcended the Hardy Boys or, or Matt Hardy, and, and that goes without saying. There's only one brother Nero. It's funny, on vacations, and I told this story the other day, and, and a buddy of mine said, you ought to tell people that. Well, when there's two Jeffs in a vacation home, uh, it can get confusing. So we started calling Nero, Nero. Uh, instead of, you know, Jeff, 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 Jeff Hardy. So anyway, uh, hats off to those guys in the performance, but it goes to the ownership uh, and there's multiple writers and, and there's writers that were part of the broken brilliance uh, that, that it, it's very obvious. They're no longer with the company, Dave Lagana, Matt Conway, and, and, and Billy Corgan to be exact, but you know, Jeremy Borash in production and, and writing. And then you have, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Long. And so, uh, and Matt, and Jeff. So there was a group of writers without question, but ownership always lies with the publisher, and that's not new to this industry or intellectual property law. Uh, hi, Jeff. Uh, Raj Gary with WrestlingInc.com again. Um, and this is, I guess I wanted to ask what the status of the GFW world title is right now. Is, is it considered vacant? Uh at this time, you're talking about Alberto's belt. I just want to be clear because there was a belt question about the global championship, but which is the world title, correct? Right, correct. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the decisions, obviously, uh, again, I, I don't want to comment, but this is, uh, again, I, I want to be as transparent because it's the world we live in, and 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 I'm 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 totally on board with this. I've got five kids, and and you know, communication is the key to any relationship, whether it's personal or, or business or whatever. So so to communicate with you folks who are taking the time out of your day to jump on this call, uh, it, it's an ongoing. Um, an investigation sounds so legal, uh, but but it it goes a lot further than, than legal. So the ongoing investigation. So at this time, uh, that 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 situation has not been addressed as it directly relates to the belt because it's far from the most important, in my opinion. <clears throat> Hi, Jeff. Um, Donna Corby from the Irish Daily Mirror here. I'm just wondering, you, you talked about coming back to uh, the UK. Um, when when exactly, I, I didn't hear you earlier, when exactly do you plan on, on returning to the UK? Because we know that Impact in the past have had such a huge um, I've had such a huge following around here. Uh, you know, nothing specific. Uh, talks began before Cyberversary. I uh, had another call this week. Uh, obviously, the world of sport, the WOS situation is still all going. Everything's a work in progress. But, but you know, traditionally, we, we've come in, in January. Uh, so I don't want to hold, hold ourselves to January. But first quarter of 2018 is, is what we have uh, preliminarily uh, targeted. Hey, Jeff, this is Tommy from ringscoops.com again. Uh, I got a question. Uh, do you plan on doing any women's tournaments in the future? Uh, you know, obviously, um, the Super X Cup is something that we, that uh, you know, you can say we brought back, but I, I kind of think uh, this year's version is by far the, the best. When you have, um, you know, uh, Ishimori, you have Drago, you have such an international flair into it. Uh, and, and so it, it's something that, that we, you know, brought to the forefront, new and improved, uh, and, and a women's tournament, uh, you know, for a long time, we didn't have any women's wrestling in, uh, in, at that time called TNA on impact, uh, just because we wanted the, the, the depth of the talent. And then obviously as we grew over the years in, in 2010, 2011, uh, you know, 2009, uh, whatever year it was that Gail and Kong made a vintage. Uh, for the first time in, in modern-day history, made have invented a, 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 a two-hour television show. Uh, and so uh, the short answer to the question is, without question, because the, the, the depth of women's wrestling, quite frankly, has exploded over the last 36 months in a great way. So the short answer is yes. The timing, I, 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 that would have to be a, a collaborative effort from the matchmaking group. Hi, Jeff. Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com again. Uh, with GFW now uh, doing live events uh, again, uh, Impact, I wanted to know, are, have you guys been looking at possibly uh, moving pay-per-views out of the Impact Zone, and uh, sure. starting with Bound for Glory? Sure. I mean, without question, um, you, you know. Uh, if you'd like to ask a question, please press 1 to uh, add your, your request has been received. Oh, but it has to make financial sense. Uh, it, it goes without saying uh, that, that, you know, uh, taking impact on the road several years ago uh, w was a financial disaster. Uh, and so um, you, you have to methodically look at every decision uh, and, and make sure uh, that it makes financial sense. Uh, 
but, you know, we're going to start uh, with our live events. And, and again, uh, I'll say put our toe back in the water. We, we realize that we're not going to put an event on sale and it's going to go clean and sell out. Quite frankly, the WWE doesn't do that for live events. But, but they're out there. They're touring. Uh, obviously, it's an organization, publicly traded, been around 50-plus years. Uh, and so their, their brand awareness in every market they go, they, they, they don't have that, that, that situation. We're obviously in, in a rebranding situation uh, in every sense of the word. And so we're, we're getting back out in that market. We've got to make the right decisions. Uh, and and that, that's why we're excited to, you know, partner with NOAA, partner uh, with, with AAA, uh, get into these markets. Our, our LAX, our current tag champs, are going to be throwing out the pitch uh, and, and, and doing the signing, the meet and greets um, over in Staten Island. Uh, we've got the Bridgeport baseball show. Uh, we got Long Island events. Uh, there's a lot of positive things happening, you know, from live events to our, our digital world. I'll, I'll, I'll brag on my digital guys when I just left that staff meeting, and they were telling me some numbers from Spike UK and, and how the female demos have exploded and how the kids' demos have exploded. Our median age on our program in the U.S. is the lowest it's been. Uh, you know, we're trying to figure that out, but we, we think it's the, the median age is the lowest it's been since 2009, and, and that's I, I just got to tell you that. That's fantastic because, you know, everybody on this call is well aware of the business and, and, and you know, the WWE, uh, you know, their, their quarterly calls and their reporting has educated everyone that, you know, to get sponsors, to get advertisers, you got to have that lower demographic. You've got to be uh, sponsor friendly. And so we're working on all of that. Our, our, our merchandise um, is headed in that direction. Our, our DVDs, our production, our, our YouTube numbers, we're going to, uh, reach 1 billion views shortly, um, which is which is great. We're going to reach 1 million subscribers. Uh, and so, you know, our, our digital stuff, and that's been reported. So we're rowing uphill. I mean, row, rowing in the same direction. Sometimes it's going to be uphill. Sometimes it's going to be downhill. But, but Raj, to go back to the answer to your question is, absolutely we're looking at taking, uh, and we're actually uh, not just about the board, but we're also looking at, um, you know, adding another live pay-per-view to our, to our, uh, uh, our, our schedule in 2018. Hey, Jeff. Mike Babcock with TMZ Sports here. Uh, forgive me if this has already been addressed. I hopped on here a little bit late. Um, have you been in contact with Alberto uh, yet at this point? Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and I'll <laughs> – yes, you are a late. Uh, we, we hit it off the top, and, and we made the statement. I'm sure you've seen it on our site. If you haven't, you can go to Global Four, or ImpactWrestling.com or GlobalForceWrestling.com. I have, see yeah. The statement. Yeah, and so, you know, that that is our statement. I probably said a little more than I'm supposed to, but, but the short answer to your question is, without question, I have been in constant contact with not only him but his representatives as well. Hello, Jeff. Yep. Hello. Yep. Jeff, this is Gary Keaton. I'm Irish freelance and I write for SVU.com. Apologies if I'm a bit blocked, I have a cold. And my question is production values and Ireland. Um, first of all, your production values are better on your DVDs, in my opinion, humble opinion, than WWE's. So something to play to. Production values of King of the Mountain and the Jeff Harris DVDs are more open and honest. My question relates to when you come to the UK, 
Will you be doing a tour of Ireland as well? Absolutely. We obviously, you know, you're, you're an Ireland uh, man, and one of your uh, one of your Irish brethren are, are making some news on this side of the pond with Connor and, and his press conferences this week. And, and I, quite frankly, thought he uh, uh, tore tore Florida up yesterday. Just as a side note, I, I, I love his soundbite. Uh, nobody does a presser better than, than than Connor. But yes, Dublin has been very very successful for us over the years. Uh, I can remember as far back as 1994. Uh, having some shows in, in Belfast and Northern Ireland. So, but no, the, the short answer to your question is Ireland uh, is obviously being looked at, and we've had success there. So I see no reason why we wouldn't make that a part of the tour. Hi, this is Jeremy Walker with Real Sport. Um, one of the issues that Impact Wrestling faced in the past was that uh, they let their best talent out of the door. Just wondering what uh, the new regime is doing to keep hold of their top guys this time around. It goes without saying. Uh, it's a priority. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it goes without saying. That is a priority, and, and uh, we're, we are making very good progress on that specific uh, question. Ryan Ryder here for Main Event Radio. Hello, Jeff. Uh, I want to know if you can elaborate a little bit on the partnership with AAA and Pro Wrestling Noah. What will they entail, and if you're in talks with any other promotions? Um, the the partnership with with Noah uh, is, is is obviously uh, you know Mr. Poole, the president was over here for the entire six day run. Um, their next big show is October the first, and I believe uh, don't hold me to it, but I believe so. It's Yokohama. We, we are going to have talent that that appear on that show, multiple talent. So we're excited about that. Um, it's a great working relationship. Obviously, Marafuchi. Uh, was a part of our tapings last week, and, and he's a guy that uh, I'll just say his credentials speak for themselves. Ishimori, uh, you know, in the Super X Cup, and then when you get to AAA, Triple Mania, uh, their 25th uh, year of celebration of being in business and, and Triple Mania this year, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it, 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 it's a mega event, you know, 18, 19, 20,000, whatever that arena holds down there. Uh, there's going to be Global Forks. Uh, stars on that show as well. So both of our uh, biggest uh, uh, talent exchanges, promotional relationships are, are and, and we're looking at content, not just talent exchanges, but as we roll out, uh, you know, uh, our OTT and the relationship we're having. So, so the, the relationships is, 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 you know, I don't want to say exactly because it's a step-by-step process, but they're certainly uh, headed in the right direction. It's something that I always envisioned. Uh, and knew that it wouldn't happen overnight, but it's something, you know, you got to start somewhere in business. And, 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 look, there's no one in this world more impatient than me, uh, but, but through the years you, you've learned that, you know, you have to uh, start with A before you can ever get to Z in alphabet if you're going to go all the way through it. So it really is a step-by-step process. But we're very excited, and, and you know, uh, obviously there's, there's independent promotions uh, around the globe uh, that we'll, we continue to look at. Uh, matter of fact, I, I talked with a promoter from Pakistan this week. Uh, so uh, wrestling is, is truly a global product. Jeff, Gary Keith, me again from WrestleView and Freelance Ireland. Um, have you been in talk ever with CM Punk, or would you try to comment on CM Punk's status as a wrestler? Do you think he come back to wrestling and come back to a GSW, TNA, Impact? Uh no, CM Punk, to my knowledge, uh, no conversations uh, that I've certainly had. 
but but also uh, I, I totally my understanding that you know he's signed to a UFC situation and that's where his uh, energy's headed. Uh, unbelievable talent, and, and I've said it when it first came out. Hats off to the guy to, to step into that octagon. Uh, win, lose, or draw, he's a winner in my book for chasing his dream. You may now ask your question. Hey, Jeff. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com here. What type of relationship, if any, do you maintain with Spike TV stateside? I know they're rebranding at the end of the year, and uh, I didn't know if you had kept in touch with anybody from from that wing maybe over the past several years. Muted. You broke up right at the beginning. Can you restate that, Sean? No, actually, uh, we're on the next call. Jeff, he was asking about the uh, Spike uh, TV relationship domestically. Oh, the, you know, obviously we're in a long-term relationship. Uh, it's no secret that, that they're rebranding um, uh, the Spike Network uh, here domestically, going to the Paramount Network, uh, and, and you can see, if you, if you read the trade, the direction they're headed, uh, they have an enormous event, investment in Bellator. Uh, but I'll just say this, uh, you know, uh, I have a long-term relationship with those guys, and Viacom has multiple outlets, uh, and so uh, who knows what the future holds. Hey, Jeff, this is Tommy from RigScoop.com again. Uh, my question is, uh, are there any plans for a GFW video game in the future? You know, that's, that is at the, uh, at the top of the list when you look into the licensing and, and again, you, 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 the licensing program, uh, going back many years ago, again, it, it is a methodical, uh, it doesn't happen overnight, uh, process, uh, that, you know, the, the two biggest categories in, when you look at licensing are video games and action figures and, and, and both categories, uh, the, the steps have begun, although very baby steps and preliminary, uh, but, 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 but quite frankly, there's nothing more than I would love because, again, we're a global brand, uh, and there's a lot of video gamers around the world. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, action figures and, 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 and video games are, are, are the top two categories in the licensing program that we're, we're going to begin to develop. Just, uh, just time is very limited, so if you have already asked a question, I ask that you uh, take yourself out of the queue for a, a future question. We're going to try to get through as many as we can in the limited time Jeff has left. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 